podcast from the Frederick News Post. My name is Jack Hogan, and I cover county and state politics. In the weeks leading up to the November 8th general election, we've been interviewing candidates for Frederick County Executive and Frederick County Council to help voters get to know the candidates they'll be voting for. Today's guest is John Furr, who is the Republican nominee in the race for the District 4 seat on the Frederick County Council. District 4 covers the eastern part of Frederick. First served for 28 years in the U.S. Air Force and later worked as an elementary school principal in Los Angeles. His opponent on the Democratic side is Cavante Duckett, who is the director for the Alan P. Linton Jr. Emergency Shelter for the Religious Coalition for Emergency Human Needs. Mr. Furt, welcome to the newsroom and to In the Booth. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Can you uh, walk me through your decision to run for county council? Right, right. Uh, it was t- it was uh, it was tough. Uh, uh, years ago, I ran for a, a city council seat uh, when I was much much younger out in California, city of Los Angeles, and uh, so I'd been through that uh, that exercise. And and when I came out here, I was approached. I was approached after I'd served on the Frederick. Uh, uh, county Central Committee, Republican Central Committee, to uh, uh, consider running for uh, uh, District 4 uh, in the county council. And uh, it was almost uh, it was almost like I was spring-loaded to saying yes, because I didn't have to think about it at all. And uh, when I was asked, I, I said, uh, sure, I will. I'll run for it and uh, run for that office. And so... Uh, I decided the reasons I did say yes was because I had watched the county council and uh, read uh, of their work and all that, and I wanted to bring a fresh voice to uh, council. Lots of times uh, when uh, councilmen and councilwomen uh, settle into their job over a couple of terms or even one term, they tend to... uh, uh, settle into a a way of dealing with issues confronting the voters and the people of their of their representation uh, in the same way, uh, the same procedure, same um, uh, using the same mechanisms. And I I thought to myself, you know, I think I could bring something fresh, uh, particularly having to do with. Um, with uh, taxation, and because we were entering that period of uh, of taxation uh, and its uh, efficaciousness, if you might say that, and the inflation, uh, we had problems. Uh, uh, we have problems with our southern border and some of the uh, uh, spillover from that area that affects us very seriously in uh, Frederick County, and I. I started considering the, the southern border of, of Frederick uh, County. No, 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 the oh. southern border of, of the United States. Oh, okay. Oh, the you're saying it affects Frederick County. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Not uh, it, it affects, but it, it does affect uh, Frederick County. Uh, it, it, there's there's no way you can get away with uh, the drugs and and all the other stuff that make uh, makes its way up to up to Frederick County. Um, so uh, you know, I started looking at these bigger pictures and how they affect. Uh, the people of the county per se, in in a in a in a smaller scope, so to speak, uh, the uh, the uh, county scope, and uh, I looked at uh, at uh, the deterioration uh, the deterioration of the amount of farmland, for instance, that uh, uh, is uh, being uh, usurped, I think, uh, by uh, just these mega projects of. Uh, 
of uh, building, uh, you know, uh, uh, homes and, and uh, uh, high-rise apartments and things like this. And I, I said, you know, I, there must be a, a, a better way to view these challenges and, um, and address them. For, to, to the benefit of most people. All, and the infrastructure was another thing, too. I fought my way up and down at 270, uh, Interstate 270, like a lot of people do. Uh, I used to go to a, a number of meetings uh, down in Washington, D.C., things like that, having to do uh, with uh, uh, my military background. And, uh, I, I, you know, it, it got, uh, it got uh, me to a position where I said, you know, we can we can address infrastructure. We can address uh, 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 quality of life. Uh, a lot of the things that we see around us uh, that are still here today. And I want to bring a fresh a fresh view to their solution uh, in Frederick County in, as as a member of the county council. What do you feel is the most important issue in the county council race? Well, I think that. Um, taxes are always a big concern of mine, that they uh, be uh, uh, equitable and that they, uh, they address the, uh, the uh, problems that they're uh, intended for. But I really think, too, housing, uh, you might say affordable housing uh, and adequate housing, and I, I, I look at those as kind of two separate categories. Affordable housing, uh, not cut rate housing, but uh, a housing which addresses uh, specific shortages, single family dwellings, uh, the uh, apartment uh, or uh, uh, small uh, living quarters called, uh, let's see, I think the name is uh, accessory, accessory housing uh, and uh, uh, which, which is a, a relatively new concept, but um, is, I think, a good one, a good one that we, we might be able to, 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 to apply here. It's going to be a shortage of housing uh, in, in the county. Uh, I saw a figure where something like uh, nearly 100,000, uh, ne over the next 10 years, we're going to need very close to 100,000 uh, 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 rental units to uh, to uh, uh, put on the market or to provide for people that need housing. Um, uh, I th so I think uh, taxes and housing and uh, a third uh, uh, of equal importance, I think, in some respects, is inflation. Uh, inf inflation hurts everybody, uh, especially the poor. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a thief, really. Inflation's a thief. It takes uh, your, uh, your spending power, the disposable income, and reduces it to, uh, to a level where uh, you're living sometimes from paycheck to paycheck. And so, uh, so I think those things, uh, taxation, uh, housing, uh, inflation, uh, and then, of course, uh, to... to uh, to give people, uh, I think, think a, se a sense of, uh, of, of partnership with their community and their, uh, their county. Uh, jobs, job creation is very important too. 
there's nothing like a job to uh, provide not only income, but a sense of well-being, uh, self-confidence, uh, uh, help your, your family, and, uh, and uh, uh, to uh, pr provide yourself with income as well. And so what would some of these priorities that you've outlined look like um, as legislation that you would propose on the county council? Uh, like specific measures would okay. you take? I'd like to issues? see, I'd like to see um, uh, the, uh, the rate of taxation on homes, the rate frozen, okay? so that the value of uh, the home could go up, but uh, the rate would remain the same. You'd still be able to, because the value went up, you'd still be getting more money, You'll be more revenue. You'd still be bringing in more revenue. But uh, uh, the, um, uh, so that's, that's, one, that's one, uh, one thrust you could make. Would you look to, when you say freeze the the tax rate, do you want to keep the property tax rate where it's been? Because it's it's remained the property tax rate in the county has remained consistent and I'd keep for a it, number of years. I think and, it's like eight years. And I'd keep it that way. Okay. For eight years, yeah, yeah, it's been. I would I would keep that. I would keep that and not uh, not uh, in, increase that, uh, but uh, look to the value of the home it's, itself to bring in uh, as as it infl as you keep it. Yeah, at two percent. You get a return on say a million dollars, then you would on five hundred thousand dollars. It's still it's two percent at the lower at the lower uh, lower end uh, does not reap the revenue that it would at a, at a higher a higher rate. So uh, the value when it goes up, when it goes up at two percent, is going to give you more than two percent at five hundred thousand, say or something like that. Um, so I would I would freeze that. Uh, I would look toward uh, 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 returning any uh, surplus, any surplus, and we could you, could you could legislate, you could legislate the return of any uh, budget surplus back to the taxpayers. Okay, I would like that the state had a huge, uh, uh, huge. Uh, Surplus this past fiscal year, uh, uh, Frederick County had a had a had a surplus, and then there was the argument back and forth: how should we dispense the the surplus? I think the answer is, is simple. It's simple: rebate it back to the taxpayers. You could give them credit on their next tax bill if you want to do that, and it cut the it would cut the paperwork back uh, considerably because you don't have to to uh, deal with a new a a a, a new um, a new solution. The solution is to return it, and you just you just give them credit, give them a tax credit, just like you do for earned earned incomes, uh, 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 child support, and all that other stuff. Um, I would uh, uh, I would look also, incidentally, along that same line. I saw it this past fiscal year as well that. Uh, that the casinos, the casinos contribute a huge amount of money to the uh, to the budget, and I would like to I would like to see a, a fresh view of that casino uh, uh, revenue uh, from from to, the state from the state from the state to come to the local uh, to the local uh, uh, areas where where it's needed, different counties, okay, 
and uh, uh, where it's where it's uh, you know most equitable. So you know those are those are some those are some avenues that uh, that uh, you'd have to get. Of course, if you're going to pass legislation in the council, you have to get the your your colleagues on the council to to buy into the idea and have to be carefully you're carefully crafted and uh, and uh, and uh, projected as a worthwhile as a worthwhile effort. I just want to clarify one thing, yeah. uh, bringing back to property taxes, when you mentioned you wanted to freeze them, I, I know some other Republicans running for office have, when they say freeze property taxes in the county, they talk about lowering the rate to the, the constant yield rate. So that would be from, I think it's a do, the county's rate has been a dollar six per hundred dollars yeah. of assessed value yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for, I think it's the past eight years since, since the switch to charter government. And maybe it was right before that. I think the last board of county commissioners actually made the change, but the lowering to the constant yield would be, I think, a, a dollar two for a hundred dollar of assessed yeah. value. Yeah. Is is that what you're talking yeah. about, or is that different than what? No, no, it's that's a, what, that that's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Is okay, and so that would cost the county. The last year it would have caught dropping to the constant yield would have cost the county about thirteen million in revenue. It, is there anything in the budget that you would look to? cut or any changes that you'd look to make to be able to make up for that lost revenue? Um, I think I think that uh, the creation of jobs, of well-paying jobs, uh, would probably, uh, would probably uh, create uh, further revenue that uh, could, uh, could be infused into, into the county budget uh, through, uh, uh, through co- uh, county taxes or, or uh, uh, I wouldn't raise a sales tax, of course, but uh, uh, if uh, if people are making more money, then uh, they can uh, uh, they, they will be paying more on their income, and uh, that uh, that would uh, that would help to make it up. Now, totally, I don't. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure sure you could make a total offset by moving it down to a dollar two. I'd have to. That would have to. Uh, you know, undergo further uh, 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 investigation to see if if that's the right number. If that's the right number, uh, it may end up that dollar uh, six dollar six is the is the place to keep it. So you know, it, uh, uh, it it's something to be seen. Yeah. All right. Well, switching gears a little bit. Uh, since July, the county council has been holding meetings about the Sugarloaf Treasured Landscape Management yeah. Plan. It's a plan to preserve Sugarloaf Mountain and the land surrounding it. And it's the first area plan that is part of the larger Livable Frederick Master Plan, which the county passed in 2019 to guide development and preservation. If you were a member of the council, would you vote to approve the Sugarloaf Plan? Why or why not? Um, it's a good question. I sat in on that, uh, that, uh, that hearing uh, a week or so ago. And uh, I guess it was this, maybe this past, this past Tuesday, was it? I think it was, or, or yeah, it was this last Tuesday. I think they had the open hearing. Um, I I heard a lot of people talking about preserving the Sugarloaf plant, um, but uh, Jan Gardner pointed out something in her letter that uh, there were some aspects of that plan that were not quite accurate. So I, w- I would have to look into the Sugarloaf plan with greater uh, 
uh, intensity and focus and see uh, if, in true, if in truth everything in the plan is, uh, is accurate and uh, uh, I would be open to uh, keeping the hearings on the Sugarloaf Plan and the county uh, plan uh, on the table so that uh, the, uh, the council could look at it more, uh, uh, more clearly more in, in more depth. I would not want to be in a hurry to adopt a, a, a plan that's going to be, in its general sense, uh, uh, unfavorable in acceptance by either side. I'd, I'd want to I'd look at it a little more further than, than it has been. Okay. The and I know I'm, I'm not sure the timeline would be able to be changed. I think because the county has like 90 yeah. days to consider legislation when it comes before they, they could remand it back to the planning commission for yeah. uh, I guess like further drafting. But the the commission already went through a number of hearings to be able to get the plan to where it is mm-hmm. now. Some council members have said that it would still be best to um, remand it back and maybe allow uh, uh, the next council to vote on it. Is that something that? Yeah, I, I would I would say that if there's a dilemma, if there's a uh, a, a contradiction in understanding between uh, 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 from both sides, that uh, more more time, more work ought to be spent, uh, perhaps remanding it back to uh, to get clarification on some issues maybe that haven't clearly been settled, and then uh, bring it back to the council again and and have open hearings again and. Uh, and uh, explain uh, uh, to the satisfaction of most everybody anyway. I mean, a lot of people will not be satisfied, but, uh, but uh, one of the big, big factor in there is uh, land ownership and control over your own, your own land. I think that's what came out of the meeting that I heard. People were expressing a desire that uh, they were losing, you know, on the, on the Sugarloaf the Alliance, they were expressing uh, the feeling that they were losing control of their land, their the use of their their land use, and so I think further planning, uh, further investigation by the planning commission would would be would be helpful probably. Yeah. The so the county has already begun meeting with community members about the next regional plan in the Livable Frederick Master Plan. Yeah. This one is called the South Frederick Corridors Plan. Uh, it'll examine an area south of Frederick along Maryland 355, Urbana Pike, and Maryland 85, Buckystown Pike, which is the, and it's uh, located in the second most economically significant region of the county, uh, second to Frederick City. Goals for the plan include reinforcing and creating economic strengths and assets, and supporting business and industries, and fostering innovation and opportunity. How can the county improve its public process for this plan compared to the process it had for the Sugarloaf plan, if at all? Yeah. Well, I think to use a cliche, it's got to be open and transparent. The, the, the process has to be open and transparent. Uh, the, the great details, the great details, I'm, you know, I, I'm not qualified to address right now on how that how that would be done but uh, for that por- portion uh, border it borders on on um, on, uh, on uh, Montgomery County I think uh, I think uh, uh, Mike Huff mentioned about not wanting to become uh, 
Montgomery County North uh, with its uh, with its a burgeoning population and uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, elevated taxations and all the other things that uh, they've had to, to to address and control. So I think that that southern plan has to has to be uh, looked at in great detail and carefully. Okay, the planning uh, the planning folks need to address it very carefully. They need uh, and with diligence, and uh, not be in a hurry to come up with something that uh, that uh, uh, creates controversy. That's basically the bottom line. What I'm thinking, but uh, you know, I the I, the, uh, the Fred, livable Frederick plan, uh, I, I, what what I've read through, uh, is is a good plan. It's a good plan, and uh, and uh, you know, if we can uh, if we can uh, uh, create another. Uh, they're going to re, uh, re, revisit that, but uh, uh, and because the, the, the changing in population, is, uh, the, uh, the demographics in general, um, uh, needs to be needs to be addressed because because of the changes and uh, uh, the new demands that are placed on all sorts of uh, agencies within government. So, all right. Uh, so last year, the county council approved the $20 million purchase of a 26-acre property along Himes Avenue, which includes a 209,000-square-foot facility currently used for COVID vaccination clinics. The county purchased the property with intentions of accelerating large projects like building new county offices, relocating the 911 call center, and potentially adding a library to the west side of the city. What do you think the property should be used for? That's a, that's a, that's a great. If I had a crystal ball, you know, I could probably. Uh, I think I, I could probably answer it more accurate. But I I think the property should be used, uh, to uh, for the benefit of, of the people uh, in uh, in Frederick County. I I think uh, uh, there's there's a lot of contention as to the best use of it. I know, but. Uh, the bottom line should be whatever is decided upon should have as its common denominator what's best for the people of, uh, of Frederick County. So beyond that, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, uh, expert on, on on the specifics of it. What you've what you've articulated is uh, is pretty uh, pretty widespread. I mean, it's uh, it's a, a lot of various uses, a lot of various uses. And you could make an argument for the effectiveness of, of each of those, or the efficaciousness of, of all of those. So uh, it's going to take time to look at it, I think. The uh, Frederick, um, uh, Frederick Livable Plan took, took a good, good while to develop. So uh, I think the same, uh, the, same, uh, the same focus, same intensity ought to, be fo uh, ought to be brought to bear on this one. Is there anything else you'd look to accomplish um, during a four-year term on the council, that that you think I should have asked about. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> that's a critique of your <laughs> interrogation techniques and all that, and your your focus of interest. Uh, and uh, at, at at the risk at the risk of seeming critical of you know of of, of your questioning and your your. 
your your priorities uh, of 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 questions. Uh, I think we should focus. I think we should uh, have discussed uh, the uh, deterioration of the amount of farmland uh, in Frederick County. You know, I took a I took a tour with uh, uh, most of the candidates of uh, five different farms and and, and a dairy. Um, uh, uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And I'm very, very impressed with the fact that no farms, no food, that these people are working to provide us with uh, food and, uh, 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 in other words, the, uh, the uh, uh, crops that are grown in the fields, the milk that's produced uh, by uh, their dairies, and also their efforts to, uh, to, to expand their reach through innovation. For instance, the dairy I visited was totally, totally um, uh, uh, digitized, if you want to call it that. Uh, nobody touches one of those uh, heifers when they come in to give milk. It's all done uh, with uh, high-tech uh, means. They have branched out into uh, ice cream production, so they have a mobile unit that goes to different locations with, with their ice cream. So these people that are engaged in, 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 in and of course the farms go to the, go to the uh, farmers' markets and things like that. They, uh, uh, they, uh, they have to, uh, uh, they have to um, if you want to call it this, import farm labor uh, from other parts of uh, of, uh, of the world, uh, and under certain visa, H two A I think is the one they use, and um, so these people are working very very hard to provide us with uh, the means uh, to nourish our bodies and things like that. So uh, I I think we ought to focus on uh, preservation of farmland. And, uh, you know, you drive up Highway 15 and you can see that it's up to, I guess, that was Sunday's Lane right now uh, uh, as far as the, the, uh, the building. Uh, 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 I'm trying to say the, 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 the line of construction is kind of stopped right about at, at Sunday's Lane. But um, uh, when you look around and you see that uh, our, our sustenance is being eroded by uh, building uh, great expanses and tracts of homes, uh, I become concerned because I'm asking myself then, what is it, what is it that, uh, that I can do? What is it I can do to bring to attention of the people, the people of Frederick County, the value of, pres of preserving farmland uh, with the increased cost in of uh, there are threats, the increase of cost of fertilizer, uh, the amount of water they use, uh, the uh, regulations they have to to uh, to operate under, things like that puts puts constraints on them in terms of uh, money and in terms of of, of laws that uh, they have to address. They have to address, and some big developer comes along and offers them a chunk of money for their, for their farmland, uh, we ought to have a mechanism beyond which we have right today of, of bringing into preservation uh, uh, farmland. 
that's, uh, that uh, otherwise would be uh, 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 disappearing on us and, of course, our, our food supply and things like that. Is there a proposal that, that you'd seek to bring as a county council member to, to build upon what the county's been doing? I would, do, I would build upon what the county's doing, and I would uh, uh, seek sources of more revenue, more revenue. Now, uh, without, without raising taxes, I don't want to raise taxes to do it, but I want to use within the framework of the county councils and the, the, the uh, uh, framework of the county council's uh, area of governments and governance and responsibility to, uh, to uh, uh, appropriate and uh, uh, buy up more, uh, more farmland that uh, is in danger of, of, of disappearing. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Fur, we're, we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming into the newsroom yeah, and for, for joining me in the booth. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your questions. Thank you.